Where we're going, we don't need roads. Tell you my story, man. I'm drunk, show up. Beautiful, I'm drunk. You talk. Give me two. American Maid starring PC. Tom Cruise. Everybody get up and jump on the couch. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> um, so I, I actually saw this a couple of weeks ago. Right. Which was good. So now listen, this is about three or four weeks old now, so we can... Sorry, hang on. Yeah. It's three or four weeks old in Australia. It actually hasn't been released in America yet. What? So we, we have to be careful on our spoiler reviews here. So we're we doing, have to have a non-spoiler again. We're doing an American film. That hasn't been released in America. Yeah. So all of our American friends, you'll be able to get a bit of an insight on Do this Do you have film. any reasoning for that? I, I don't, American? actually. I, it actually surprised me. I thought um, the actual fact has been released all around the world, virtually in every territory bar the US. comes out on the 29th of uh, September. I'm guessing either they were testing the waters uh, internationally so they know how much to spend on it in America or there was a um, scheduling problem over August, September and they just pushed it out to the end of September, maybe because of it or, you know... Um, maybe we'll find out that they bought the rights to the, the book or, you know, the, the true story, the life and all that sort of stuff around the world, but they couldn't... They still realised they couldn't get it for America. <laughs> maybe. Anyway. I don't know. Uh, so what do you make of this film? Right, well, just a bit of a heads up on what it's, what's behind the scenes. So we've got um, directed by Doug Lehman. Yep. Who I'm a big fan of. He did the um, underrated Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Underperforming, right. overrated. So everyone loves this film. Yeah. But no one paid for it. You know, it was, it was uh, quite a, uh, it was only a mediocre result at the box office. He did um, Edge of Tomorrow, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which is a fun watch after oh, yeah. time and time it's again. It's a great rewatch as well. And he's a great re- yeah. rewatch. The first time I watched that, I was a little bit, how are you doing? But I actually really enjoyed the second and third time. Yeah. He also did uh, Born Identity. And I'll put this one in here for you, Sean. Mm-hmm. He also, one of his first films he directed was a movie called, goes way back to early VHS days at the yeah. video store, Swingers. Oh, yeah, Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Oh, yes. How good is that film? That is, yeah. Uh, that was when independent film was strong. Yes. I think, I think it's the second mistake you've waited in two weeks, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just uh, so you know, Jason was just watching a trailer. He got bored of what I was saying. Um, yeah, yeah. No, but Vince Vaughn, oh, my God, that, that, that was great. And I don't want to go into the 90s right now because that's my heyday in film and I could sit there and talk about uh, that and what Pulp Fiction did for the industry and blah, 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 blah. But Doug Liman, well done. Yes, D- Doug Liman. Starring Tom Cruise, we talked about, and uh, Domhnall Gleeson, who was in one of my favourite rom-coms, About Time. Yes. With... Um, I was actually about to think of another redhead there, right there, uh, in Gangs of New York. <laughs> the the guy becomes sheriff at the end and then gets um, killed by Bill the Butcher with his own stick. Oh, okay. I've only seen I've only seen that movie once. Gangs of New York. Yeah. 
What? I know, right? I've, this I've, is something I just feel, honestly, that you would have a tattoo of. I Scorsese. know. And it even ends with a U2 song at the end of the oh, credits. Oh, yes. <laughs> and Leo and Cameron Diaz, who I like. Yeah, I know. And, and you know, Bill, Bill the Butcher, one of the greatest yeah. characters in film history. Now, I'm not double digits on this film, but I've certainly see it, seen it in the like up almost seven, eight. Oh, wow. Somewhere around there. Okay, I've got to go back to that. I'll do yeah. that. Tonight, while you're watching, it's a great second watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Tom Cruise. Um, it's a true story about Barry Seal, who's a regular uh, commercial pilot, and he ends up working for the CIA and capturing intel on South America. Then uh, ends up working for uh, as a drug runner for none other than Pablo Escobar. At the same time, so this true story is kind of. Really incredible. <laughs> and who happened. doesn't love it, like a based on a true story, right? Right. Yeah. So the uh, movie set between nineteen, I think the range is nineteen seventy eight to nineteen eighty four. That sounds about right. I think that's right. You yeah. saw it more recently than I did. Sure. <laughs> this will um, feed. This will feed into my review. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, the budget was eighty million on this one, so it's certainly a higher budget. Yeah, I mean, but Tom Cruise. Yeah. So Universal is a studio. And, and also I, I learned just a little while ago that um, Tom did all of his own flying because he's a pilot. Right. So, you know, they're actually flying in airplanes and having him. And you can imagine insurance that they would pay off for that. So, but the scenes with him flying is, is really him flying. But yeah. sure, surely not the commercial stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, I can't put anything past Tom Cruise. All right, right. He, like, I love him. That's 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 probably the, the end degree. But we've had a love hate relationship along that way. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Um, so look, the runtime is one hour and fifty five minutes, and we're watching movies like it's similar to movies like Wolf of Wall Street or Blow or the TV show Narcos. That's kind of the genre, the theming of of what we're watching. Yeah, and I, I think that's probably one of the bits that I didn't like about it is I mean look you know I'm not telling it what it should be because it was I enjoyed it in the end I enjoyed it but I I like films that are slightly based in more reality than anything else and this felt like um, because you said whenever a span of time that it was just the highlights of this guy's life yeah Um, and we were only going to pick the funny moments of this guy's life and you know while it's not a laugh out loud comedy there are funny moments where you do laugh out loud and because it goes for an hour and 55 minutes, which is, you know, it's quite a long time, yeah. that is done in a highlights fashion, you're right. Yeah. But doing that for an hour and 55 minutes is quite, almost quite tedious. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, so you're having fun while you're watching it, kind of, like you're enjoying it. Yeah. But it just keeps coming up with this new stuff as a highlights reel almost. Because yeah. he's, he's basically um, recording himself on VHS tape for the CIA to cover his ass, right? So you're just looking at these tapes almost, you know, all yeah. of these stories. Um, yeah, I found that uh, it was like, – and then you look at Wolf of Wall Street that goes for three hours and yeah. I could have sat there for another hour and watched that more, without yeah. question, right? And this one's an hour and 55 and I really was saying, okay, I'm, I'm done now. I'm, I'm good to wrap yeah. this baby up. Uh, enjoying it. But, yeah, I think timing was a – the time was a slight issue on this film. Yeah, I think after its highlight, highlight moments ran out, it didn't have a lot to rest on. You know, I didn't like his yeah. character. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the wife's character. Um, yeah. I thought he, you know, 
the kids as they were growing up were little shits. Just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it wasn't a really nice family, even though, you know, you was, I think maybe, I don't know if you're supposed to like them. Well, there was a lot of greed there, right? There was quite a lot of greed there, really, and maybe yeah. that didn't sit well, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's funny because you've seen other films, uh, and I've read a lot of books about um, Pablo Escobar. It was just the yes. interest of mine growing up. And, you know, you read a lot about how they had to try and hide money and how they would bury it and it would just decay over time and rats would get into it and make nests <laughs> and sometimes they would just put it in the holes and burn it. Um, Crazy stuff. And then you see it in this film and I feel, to me, it was just rehashed. Yeah. Um, we, it, we have seen a lot of this before. Yeah, and, and that's another slight problem with the film. We've been here, and that yeah. trailer where he's just, um, you know, laying in bed, and his wife says, "Oh, the, you know, the dog yeah. dug up the." I'll sweep it up in the morning, yeah, though. Yeah, that's yeah. it. You know, it's just it's a typical Tom Cruise scene. Yeah, uh, and it's just the same as uh, I'm sure he's had the same scene in Jack Reacher that he had in uh, this film where he's sitting around law enforcement and he's like, that phone is going to ring in five seconds and you're going to let me out. Yeah, when he promises a Cadillac to all the... Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just... You've done that. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, you know, if anyone knows Tom Cruise, you know that he has scenes in the back of his head and he takes them from film to film. Because I'll talk about Mission Impossible once where... Um, and I think you've heard about where he's hurt his leg or possibly broken or whatever happened there... But he took a scene from another film and he actually thought he couldn't do it in that one. So he moved it over to a Mission Impossible. Yes. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So He thinks you know, of a scene. So, yeah. And, then yeah. He moved, yeah, and he you know that he's can. picking up lines. He's got dialogue. He's yeah. got all these things. He's taking from character to character, scene to scene, and he is the one that's putting in a lot of these things. Having said that, mm-hmm. having said that, um, I'm a massive Tom Cruise fan um, and – if you go back to his last two films, which was uh, The Mummy and Jack Reacher, Never Look Back, uh, Never Go Back, sorry. Um, hang on. He's trying to put me off here, guys. No, no, keep going. Those two films were, um, I thought he kind of phoned them in a little bit for those performances, you know? Was, yeah. Yeah. Whereas one thing I loved about this film is it was Tom Cruise at his best. There you go. Um it was Tom Cruise at his best, even though he was not the most likable character, he his performance was still really, really strong. Uh, yeah. Uh, look, he's always solid. Yeah. It's not often he'll ever fall down on a performance. Well, to be honest, I the, when I watched Jack Reacher 2, Never Go Back, that was the first time ever that I sat there in the cinema, and this is hard for me to talk about, <laughs> and I was watching Tom Cruise do that performance in Jack Reacher 2. Yeah. And I thought, mate, you are phoning this in. This is you're just on cruise control here. <laughs> well, and and <laughs> this is a probably a good example of our uh, rating system, is because you know, like I saw that film on you know, for free on DVD or Blu-ray, right. one of those. I think it was yep. DVD even, um, possibly a screener. Right. So, and you enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, because I, one, I didn't pay any money for it. Two, it was on a pretty good medium, so it looked good. And uh, it was the sequel to a film, so I knew what I was expecting. But yeah, if even if I didn't pay for the film and I was going into a cinema, and because I was dedicating more time to you know travel there and travel home and you know whatever, you know in your own comfort, it would have changed the view that I had. Sure, 
Sure. I, I hear what you're saying. Look, maybe I was too excited for the sequel because I thought Jack Reacher 1 was excellent and a little sleeper. I was really looking forward to the sequel and I think they chose the wrong story in the sequel. I don't yeah, think okay. we were quite there with Jack Reacher. We needed another, you know, ass-kicking Jack Reacher, whereas he relied on um, the female colonel a little bit too much and, and the, um, the child actor. You know, I don't know. It didn't work for me. Sure. As much. I mean, I think we can all agree that uh, besides Jack Reacher and uh, this um, this other film, now I forgot what it was, American... Maids. American Maid. American Man. The beer's kicking Uh, in, man. The beer's kicking in. Um, American Maid, we can all agree that it's no night and day. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Always comes back to night and day. Uh, I enjoyed that film. I, I love night and day. I know. So do I. And if anyone's got a problem with that, write to me on Instagram. <laughs> write to me on Twitter. Guys, Tell don't me what bother. you feel about it. I'll challenge Seriously, you. No, Come on. <laughs> don't do it. Um, You'll never hear the end of it. So, okay, what do you give this film? So, look, overall I enjoyed the film. Yeah. I didn't not like it, but I didn't love it. I was hoping for more. And especially fresh off Narcos and um, Wolf of Wall Street, and even Blow because I watched Blow this year. Yeah. Uh, this qu- wasn't quite there for me. Um, enjoyed Tom Cruise's performance. Thought the directing was really good. Just thought maybe it was twenty minutes too long, or maybe it's just a retread of places we've been before. So for me, I'm going. Um, I'm going home entertainment. Wait for home entertainment, or uh, and even then you can watch it on DVD or Blu-ray. There's some nice kind of uh, cinematography they use with the '70s and '80s film that could look kind of cool on Blu-ray. But otherwise, I do DVD. I'm fine with that as well. Yeah, and uh, I will say that um, this film seemed too easy. Uh, you know, it was just run of the mill for them. Not, it's not run of the mill film. But for the people making it and Tom Cruise, it just seemed like they were just going through the motions. Right, okay. Um, I didn't get that as much. I didn't feel that as much. Yeah. I thought I felt that with Jack Reacher 2 and The Mummy, probably, but not so much with this one, but fair enough. I mean, there's a lot of talent involved. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and what, you know, while that is the case, they, they do a good job of it. But, you know, there was nothing that grabbed me and thought, you know what, this is a scene I'm going to remember. Um, in fact, you know, I'm just I'm, there's one scene that I thought was quite funny, and you know, is when he um, again people in the USA haven't seen this, but it's in a trailer where he brings the plane down in a suburban oh, yeah. street, yeah. and he's you know he offers people money for yeah. their bicycle, and he's yeah. got coke he's covered in coke. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's, that, that was good. That's that's a funny scene. Yeah, I'll take that back. Um, but otherwise, it's around the mill. And, uh, <laughs> um, and I'm going to say that if you're a Tom Cruise fan, yeah, pick this up on home entertainment somewhere. Yeah. Um, you know, it'd be a great, you know, Friday, Saturday night watch with your, your friends. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, but if you, if you don't like Tom Cruise, uh, I think it's still a, a worthwhile fan. Yeah, hit, hit the subscription. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it on that medium. Cool. Now, um, just quickly on box office with this one, uh, it's already been released in the UK and Australia. So it's finished up at uh, $4.5 million in Australia and £5.7 million in the UK, right? So if we're typically 10% of the US domestic, we're thinking that this will probably do around $45 to $50 million in America. So it might be coming close to breaking... 
Oh look, Even... well, once you do, once you do worldwide, yeah. it all adds up, right? So, okay. look. They'll probably break uh, even with well global box office, and then yeah. you have home entertainment revenue. So yeah, yeah of course, yeah. they'll be fine. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like the show, why don't you head on down to Facebook or Instagram and look up Off Topic with Two Drunk Guys. You'll find us there. We're going to be throwing up some extra content. Or if you just want to have a general chat, write to us to let us know how you feel about the show or any suggestions. Why don't you email us at twodrunkguysofftopic at gmail.com. Oh, look at that. Emails already. And so as not to forget, Facebook, Instagram, Off Topic with Two Drunk Guys. See you next week. Wait, wait, wait. You forgot Shane Bassett, our movie extraordinaire and all-round nice guy. He's our in-house movie critic. You can reach him on Twitter and Insta at movie underscore analyst. <laughs>